everyone, it's John. And Ben. And welcome to Santa by the Minute, a big week for Santa by the Minute, the podcast where Ben and I have been talking about 1985's Santa Claus the Movie. One minute at a time. For an entire year, and we have now officially hit the halfway mark of the movie, minute 54. Minute 54 out of 108. So thanks to everybody for all the support. And we thank our dozens of listeners for tuning in week after week to listen to us talk about this beloved movie, One Minute at a Time. It's been quite the journey. It's been quite the journey already, and we're halfway through it. Mm-hmm. It has been crazy. I, there's a lot about this movie that you miss just watching it straight out in your living room. You know, when you break it down one minute at a time, there's so much there that you just never would realize was there. It's crazy. I've been having an absolute blast. So mm-hmm. hopefully hopefully that comes through week to week <laughs> on the podcast. We have problems with uh, not telling each other what we have come up with for recording. You know, if you don't know, we live together. We're married. We're around each other all the time. And when we're working on researching for this podcast, all we want to do is talk to the other person about what we just found and we have to hold it in the whole time so that we don't uh, we don't ruin it for the podcast, you know? And that is really hard to do. <laughs> but we've been having a really good time with it. And before you know it, we're going to be at the end of our journey. This I time know. next year, we're going to be wrapping things up. The last credit is going to be rolling. That's going to uh, be but- weird. It's, yeah, it is going to be weird not talking about Santa Claus the movie week after week. We'll still do it to each other, but we won't <laughs> talk about it on a podcast. It'll be very strange. I don't know. We may be sick of talking about it by then. It's like, I got nothing else. I don't know, because we have been talking about the first half of the movie off mic, even though we've already recorded all of those episodes. We'll just start the movie again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> see if anything we missed <laughs> but right now let's let's focus and hop in the sleigh and join joe and santa for minute number 54 the mm-hmm. flight through new york continues joe is still recklessly i want to say steering the sleigh yeah. he's, he's not hitting anything but no. santa santa is freaking out <laughs> they're still high above the sky in new york city Santa is panicking a bit, saying, whoa, whoa, watch out, wait a second, things like that. Mm-hmm. Though Joe is not too high in the sky when he flies over Rockefeller Center. That's getting I mean, ahead he... a few seconds, but yeah, that egg is extremely low to the ground. Yeah. Santa's freaking out is a little justified. Yeah, I would be freaking out, that's for sure. The sleigh first flies by St. Patrick's Cathedral. The cathedral mm-hmm. opened in 1870. 187- Hang on, wait, wait a second, I got too far ahead. Ben, Ben, set me up. We, we, we've been trying to do this. This is our like new thing. Okay. So let me start from the top. So okay. Ben, so Ben, the yes. sleigh first flies by St. Patrick's Cathedral. Okay, so since you've mentioned it, I know that you have something. What can you tell us about St. Patrick's Cathedral in New York City? The cathedral opened in 1878 and is located on Fifth Avenue in New York City, and it's only three minutes away from Rockefeller Center, which we're going to see in a couple more seconds. Three minutes walking or three minutes driving? Yes, three minutes walking, sorry. At least according to Google, it's a three-minute walk. 
Okay, just checking, because, you know, those are two very different times if you're doing walking or driving in New York City. So as you were saying, next we see the sleigh very low to the ground. I'm shocked there are no people milling around Rockefeller Center on Christmas Eve, especially with the amount of traffic we've seen on the roads and we'll see on the Brooklyn Bridge shortly. Yeah, it is actually very impressive that there is nobody in this shot at all from the angle that they're getting it at. Though it's probably just a picture. True, because we see the Christmas display up. They probably weren't filming the flying shots around wintertime because you don't see any snow right. or anything anywhere. Yeah. But we see, like, the famous display with those angel statues mm-hmm. and the famous Rockefeller Center Christmas tree. Santa is saying, wait a second, oh no! I think Santa is like, this is my last Christmas. Tell Anya <laughs> I loved her. This was a bad decision. What was I thinking? <laughs> my notes even say Joe is flying extremely low. Yes. Very low. I mean, it looks like he's going to snag one of the uh, sleigh feet on that trumpet. <laughs> on the angel trumpet. <laughs> yes. So uh, Rockefeller Center, located at 45 Rockefeller Plaza in New York City, is a large complex consisting of 19 commercial buildings covering 22 acres between 48th Street and 51st Street in Midtown Manhattan. And Ben and I, Ben and I have actually been there. We have. I've been there twice. I've been there. I've been there once. Yeah, and we were there once uh, a couple years ago. <laughs> and that's the end of that story. <laughs> <laughs> we did a lot of shopping, and we did a lot of looking around. We, did, we like, didn't buy anything. We went shopping as in we went window shopping. <laughs> oh, yeah. A lot of stores in that area, we probably couldn't afford anything. They'd take one look at us and go... And you're out. Security. <laughs> now, now comes the scene where Joe asks the question... What do you call him? And Santa gives him a, like, a befuddled, confused look. Reindeer. So I'm going to chalk Santa's reply up to him being a bit disoriented from this joyride through the skies of New York. Yeah. And not that he thinks Joe is a dummy. He's, he's not thinking. It's like, they're armadillos. What do you think they are, you dummy? <laughs> well, I'm thinking that probably it's because Santa is not used to people asking, what do you call them, in referring to a name. Possibly. As, you know, he's probably more used to what do you call them as in, you know, what are they? You know, I mean, you have to remember he, even though he flies around the world every year delivering presents, he doesn't see anyone. So he's a pretty sheltered man, you know. He's been out and about for centuries, but he doesn't really interact with people. So. But I'm sure he picks up a lot of it as he goes along about the modern world, especially on his endless nights. Things, but he doesn't uh, talk to people. Well, no, probably not, but he still picks up a newspaper now and then, I'd imagine. I mean, I don't think he sits down in someone's living room and just watches TV for a while <laughs> to get caught up. He might, you know? he might. It's like, oh, my one time a year I can catch up <laughs> on my favorite show. Would have binge watched this on Netflix real quick. <laughs> but Joe clarifies. No, I mean, what's her name? Yes. Oh, uh, starting from the front, mm-hmm. that's Donner and Blitzen, Comet and Cupid. And, Dancer, then and, and this part is interesting because yes. the reindeer lineup in this movie is different than what it is in traditional Santa lore mm-hmm. in, like, say, 
the night before Christmas or the beginning of Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, where it's like, you know, Dasher and Dancer and Prancer and Vixen. Now, obviously, for movie purposes, Donner needs to be in the front. Right. But Ben, Ben has the reindeer lineup. I think she's going to make a diagram for the website. I am. Uh, starting from the front, that's Donner and Blitzen, Comet and Cupid, Prancer and Dancer, then Dasher and Vixen. So that's what, how Santa says it in the movie. And then in the book, it's slightly different. It's Donner, Blitzen, Dasher, Vixen, Comet, Cupid, Dancer, Prancer. So the difference between the movie and the book is that um, when Santa says it, he puts Comet and Cupid up a spot and then switches the other ones around. Like, he kind of, like, moves the order of the team. They're still the same teams, just the teams are in a different spot. I think that's probably because when they told him to do the lines, he just had to remember Donner and Blitzen were in the front, and who cares where the rest of them are? You know what I mean? Because it, it, it's its own universe. They could be anywhere they want in this particular one. If you look at the reindeer lists from Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Now, in, in Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, it says... Dasher, Dancer, Prancer, Vixen, Comet, Cupid, Donner, Blitzen. But if we don't know what order they're looking at it in Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Are they starting at their sleigh and moving forward? Or are they starting at the front and moving backwards? So if, if it's the other way around and we have Donner, Blitzen, Comet, Cupid, Prancer, Vixen, Dasher, dancer so if you just mix uh if you just move dancer and vixen to different pairs it is the same as when santa says it in the movie it's the same order if you just put dancer with prancer and vixen with dasher it's the same order so maybe things aren't as mixed up in this movie as i thought they were yeah, it was just, I think, from Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, the order is just backwards, like you're looking at it from the sleigh moving forward instead of the forward moving back to the sleigh. In the so night before... In, co- whoops, sorry. Oh, you got I it. have this. Uh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. I was ready to chime in. It's like, oh, she hasn't looked up the poem. And then in The Night Before Christmas... My apologies. Have... So in the night before Christmas poem, they are they are the same but different. So the order of that one is the same as the Rudolph. It's Dasher, Dancer, Prancer, Vixen, Comet, Cupid, except for it's Dunder and Blixum. Yeah, they, they, they changed that over the years. So that's a little different, but the order is exactly the same as Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. So if you flip it the other way around, it is the same pretty close to what santa says in the movie now i clearly remember the list of the reindeer from santa claus the movie and not rudolph the red-nosed reindeer because i when i say the reindeer names always put dancer and prancer together and comet and cupid together and dasher and vixen so i clearly when i list off the reindeer and thinking of the movie and not rudolph the red-nosed reindeer 
And that's probably why I get so confused all the time. <laughs> I have two very well uh, knowledge in my head movies telling me which order the reindeer should go in. And they're both different. <laughs> or the same but different as we've just learned. Yes, the same but different. Yeah, I thought they were a lot more different than that. Huh. No, you just got to flip them. You know, you just got to look at it in a different, which makes sense because if you look at the order, right? Dasher, Dan, uh, Dasher, Dancer, Prancer, Vixen, Comet, Cupid, Donner, Blitz, and Rudolph. Rudolph is at the head of the sleigh, right? He's at the beginning. So you would, if you would then look at him from Rudolph, Donner, Blitz, and Comet, Cupid, Dancer, Prancer. You know what I'm saying? Do you know what I'm saying? You feel me? <laughs> It must have been kind of a challenge for Huddleston, is what I'm thinking. Because it's like if somebody tells you, okay, say the alphabet backwards. And right. now you have to tell David Huddleston, okay, say all of reindeer, say all of Santa's reindeer names backwards. Mm-hmm. So he even kind of hesitates toward the end. It's like a Dasher, Vixen, Comet. Yeah. That's how it comes off anyway. But yeah, that's interesting. <laughs> so yeah, I'm pretty sure that, that that is probably just he got two of them mixed up because like you said he was saying them backwards from how he knew them you know so anyway before we move on from the reindeer names i just want to point out how it's interesting that santa put his two original boys in the front definitely playing favorites there what do you think well yes and no i mean they're traditionally in the front (laughs) i'm gonna assume that they probably picked the name Donner and Blitzen for the front of the reindeer pack because they were always traditionally in the front of the reindeer pack. Well, yeah, I know, but I'm going within the uh, universe of this movie yes. where Santa or Patch or one of them had to go, okay, who, who are going to be leading the reindeer team? Well, didn't we talk about that way back when they first set the reindeer up back Possibly. in the toy tunnel? Possibly. It's been a year. You can't possibly expect me to remember everything we've ever talked about. I'm pretty sure we brought that up. I'm sure. Okay, moving on. (laughs) Joe exclaims, Look, there's the Brooklyn Bridge. Here we go. I think Donner is the only name that he retained in his head. And Donner is having the worst night of his life. First, Santa forces him once again to try to do the super duper looper. Then he, Santa hands the reins over to a child to recklessly fly the sleigh through the maze of buildings of New York City. And now this kid is flying them directly into the Brooklyn Bridge or towards the Brooklyn Bridge. Donner's like, I'm out. I'm done with this. I quit after tonight. This is my last Christmas, Santa. Here's my two weeks. <laughs> Hopefully you can find someone else. (laughs) Well, I mean, one thing about Joe is that he is flying them very low to the ground. So Donner isn't quite as high up as he normally is. I I suppose that's a a good point. Donner once again does the thing where he's like, oh my God. And then he closes his eyes, put his, um, rather he puts his ears over his eyeballs. Yes. He's like, I, I don't want to, I don't want to see this. I can't look. Which is a horrible place for the front reindeer to be. <laughs> like, let me put the, let me put the reindeer who's afraid of flying at the head of the reindeer team. That was a great call, Santa. That was a great call. 
Anyway, we once again see there's quite a bit of traffic on the Brooklyn Bridge for yeah. Christmas Eve. Well, it's probably pretty normal. But I'd, I, w- I would think that there it would be more sparse on, on Christmas Eve. Did I say New Year's Eve? I have no idea. But I, um, You, you can know. fix it in the editing if I said New Year's Eve. No, I'll just leave it. So... I, I know. I know. <laughs> Anybody who was native from New York... Or goes to New York for Christmas on a normal basis. Let us know. Like, is this a normal amount of traffic for Christmas Eve? Yeah, or is this I'd a be lot? curious. Molly, our cat, really wants to commentate. You probably hear her every minute, but she's very being extremely vocal this week, and she's hiding behind the sofa, and I cannot, cannot get her out of there. She. She is protesting the tabby minute from a few yep. minutes ago, a few months ago. It's a callback to the tabby minute. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not tying anything to the cat. Don't worry. I'm not on the naughty list. <laughs> this is how she is all the time. Yes. Oh, she's starting to come out from the sofa. She's like, "Yes, you're talking about me." <laughs> Am I podcast famous now? <laughs> I remember what I was going to say now. How it must have taken a lot of restraint from the writers not to put in a scene. I've kind of mentioned this in the past. Like, even if it was just a kid looking out a window of a car or something and see Santa's sleigh zipping by. Like, Mom, Mom, look! And Mom's like, oh, that's nice, honey. You know, something like that. Can't you totally picture that in this movie? You mean because it happens in every Santa? Yeah, it happens in... Somewhere (laughs) movie? No, it was an original idea that I just came up with. No, it's been in every single Santa Claus movie ever made. That, okay, someone, well, that... Some kid going, Mom, Mom, look, look. And then when the mom looks, there's nothing there. Like and what? The it's like, just... I saw Santa. I really did. Yeah, and then no, nothing there. And the parents are like, yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's why the filmmakers would have had to show uh, restraint. It must have been a very good temptation to do that in this movie. I'm still going with adults can't see him. <laughs> you know, I, I have nothing to... You can't I, refute my... I, I can't refute that this... Refute, toot, and fute. And, I can't <laughs> refute that point at this point. I can't refute that point at this point in the movie. And I honestly can't think of Santa interacting... With anyone other in the real world, quote unquote, other than Joe and Cornelia through this entire film. Exactly. And we never see like any police officers or anything going, was that Santa? So they fly under the bridge. Donna realizes it's safe to look. Santa looks back at the bridge like, oh my gosh. (laughs) And lets out a, oh boy. And then he slumps over of a heart attack and the movie's over. And that's how Joe inherited Christmas. (laughs) The funny thing is Joe is flying the reindeer under these bridges. And there is a boat right underneath (laughs) the bridge. So if humans saw Santa, like if adults saw Santa, you would think that the captain of that ship would see Santa flying. Yar, there be Santa. I've seen him every year. (laughs) There be Santa again. 
So, do you think Joe has been ignoring Santa's, like, warnings and, like, pleas to slow down on purpose? Or is he just so into the moment flying the sleigh? I think he's just so into it, he doesn't even hear Santa. I mean, think about our own son. He just gets so into things that he doesn't even hear what we're saying. And I'm going to assume this is the exact same thing. So now we get another shot of the miniature sleigh flying through the sky from a distance. And then, like, nothing happened. Santa is like, I better take him now, Joe. It's like he very casually says, like, <laughs> ignoring the past, the past <laughs> harrowing experience of the past couple of minutes. It's like, better hand him over here, Joe. It's like, Santa, was that all an act? Were you like, oh, my goodness. Maybe the... Uh taking the reins from joe was an act you know like, like, like he's being oh yeah he's very, being very polite you know like, yeah you little brat give me those things you're gonna get us killed i don't want to die <laughs> this was a mistake go back to the alley you little rat <laughs> santa <laughs> you're a real jerk in person santa <laughs> you traumatize your reindeer and you yell at kids Oh, gosh. <laughs> to be fair, Santa has not yelled at any children no. in, <laughs> through the course of this movie. These are all John... This is all what's just happening in John's head. <laughs> well, my, my notes end uh, there. Like, uh, Santa takes the reins like nothing happened. and I better take him now, Joe. I think that the very last split second of uh this minute ends with joe going where are where are <laughs> where not even an r like where where so we'll have to see what joe was uh continuing to say next week do you have anything else to toss in before we wrap it up so so uh, according to the book as they're flying through the sky joe Joe cried out, on Donner, shaking the reins, on Blitzen, on Dasher, on Vixen. He called out their names, unconsciously echoing the famous poem, which lay <laughs> in fragments somewhere deep in his memory. The reindeer responded eagerly, speeding up as they executed a broad, dazzling, perfect turn. And then at a word from Santa, they started down toward distant rooftops again, with Joe asking, where are we going? So. Well, I can see why they kind of cut that out because if that that seems to imply Joe already knew their names, right? <laughs> even if it was buried deep in his memory banks. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's it. We just crossed the halfway point of the movie, Ben. We did. We did. We've made it halfway through the movie. Achievement unlocked. You Ding. get to come back next week for <laughs> minute fifty-five. Oh wow! 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 I wonder what happens next week. I don't know. You'll have to come back and find out. Much like Santa, this has been a roller coaster ride the past few weeks. I'm slumped over in my chair like, oh. So, Ben, if anybody wants to let us know how traffic looks in New York City on Christmas Eve, where can they, uh, where can they contact us? Well, you can email us at santabytheminute at gmail.com or you can contact us through Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at Santa Minute. And if you want to hear us talk about santa claus the movie for the next uh, 54 minutes ben and i post a brand new episode each and every wednesday and as always you can listen to any one of our episodes for free